Hello and welcome to this Endo Life Season 2, Episode 13, I believe. This is a kind of mini episode to celebrate the launch of Jessica's Know Your Endo website and her course, The Endo Toolkit. Um, Jess is going to talk a lot about it in this podcast interview, so I won't say too much, but for those of you who have followed my podcast and my website, I interviewed Jess on the blog about a year and a half ago maybe or a year ago and then I interviewed her again for the podcast when she brought her book out One Part Plant. So just to give you a quick recap, um, Jess is the author of One Part Plant Cookbook um, and the kind of creator and founder of the One Part Plant movement and she started that due to having endometriosis and I will not give away all of the story but yeah, uh, eating a plant-based diet really helped her um, and her mission is to encourage everyone to eat one plant-based based dish a day. And Jess is also the host of One Part Podcast, which is literally my favourite podcast. Jess's podcast is awesome. Um, she interviews guests doing lots of different things in like the wellness and creative industries. Um, and it's just super inspiring. And she's now launched this amazing website, which is so clean, simple, and just really easily accessible for everyone. And she's launched this week her Endo Toolkit online program. Um, I really wanted Jess on, so this wasn't planned in advance, which is why it's released on an odd day um, and kind of in between my two-week release date. Um, but I have spoken to Jess and I know what she's working on and I just love the concept and the work that she's produced for this course um I think it's really really important I personally don't feel even though I you know run a blog and a podcast I still feel like a lot of the information out there is a little bit bitty and there are even like charities who won't list who don't um list all of the symptoms that I know a lot of women deal with so what I love about what Jess is doing right now is she's creating a really solid foundation for people to go to and just find out the facts and find out like straightforward ways to care for themselves and to live better with endometriosis. So um, yeah, I thought you guys would obviously want to know um, and find out about it. Jess's course is open for enrollment now and it is the early bird season which ends on Sunday 8pm EST, what is that, Eastern time? You can enroll now by following the link in the show notes um, and the course starts early Feb. The dates are all below in, not below, the dates are all in the show notes. So anyway, I'm going to stop babbling. I think I'm babbling because it's quite late in the evening. Oh, one last reminder. Um, myself, Vicky Williams, um, who's been on the podcast and Lauren, and she's a yoga and Reiki healer and Lauren Lovett, Lauren Lovett who is an amazing um, vegan chef. We are running an endo mini retreat on Sunday um, from 11.30 till 4pm. Um, and it's all going to be about nourishing yourself, looking after yourself and learning tools um, and resources to help you manage endometriosis better in 2018. And together we'll be working on like plans and kind of creating like your own kind of tailored package to help you deal with it how you feel is right for you and Vicky will be taking us through some lovely gentle yoga and meditation and Lauren will be feeding us 
So it's going to be a lovely day. There are a few tickets left and I will put the link to those tickets in my show notes too. Cool. I will let you get on with the podcast. I hope you enjoy. If people have listened to um, my podcast before, most of them have heard your story. But for those who haven't, are you able to give like a bit of a recap on your experience with endometriosis and how that's like changed for you over the years? Yeah, sure. So, you know, it's so funny, Jessica, because it's like, we all say I have stage four, I have stage two, I have stage one, but we all know now that technically the stage of your endo doesn't necessarily uh, equate the type of pain that you feel. Mm, yeah. Cause there's some people that have one and they could have more pain than someone that has four. But I was going to say I have stage four <laughs> just to, <laughs> just, I guess to show that I, I do understand, like, I'm not someone that doesn't understand endo. Like I understand just how crazy it can feel inside your body. And so I have stage four and about seven, almost eight years ago, I was just rock bottom. Didn't want to wake up in the morning. Um, just very, very depressed and just in constant pain. And, and, you know, that feeling when you're not just in pain on your period, but that fatigue that you feel intensely all month, like not on your period. And yeah, so my doctor, she gave me the option of going on drug hormones or a hysterectomy. And I thought the hysterectomy would be a better option for me, not really understanding that a hysterectomy doesn't really get rid of endo unless you have it taken out properly. Mm. But um, then a friend kind of swooped in before I got the surgery and suggested, she said, I found this research that shows that a diet change could help endometriosis, you know, and this is before we had podcasts like yours where we knew about this stuff, you know, (laughs) and I just, I don't know. I I didn't think that there was any chance it could work, but it was also like, I really have nothing to lose. Maybe I'll, you know, lose a couple pounds in the process. (laughs) I don't know. Like, but I tried it and it worked. It was like truly like the biggest miracle in my life. And I still, Every time I get my period still to this day, I'm still surprised that I feel so good. Yes. I literally like, I will sometimes tell people I don't even know that well. (laughs) I'll be out to lunch with them. I'm like, I have my period right now. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like eight years ago, I wouldn't have been able to sit here with you. And they're like, oh, cool, cool. I'm like, no, but you don't understand. Like, I still get so excited how much my life has changed. But, you know, going into like, you know, what I've created now is that it wasn't just the food that did it. Like food was just one tool that then led to other things in my life that helped me. So Mm. food enabled me to get out of bed, which enabled me to exercise, which enabled me to have more endorphins in my brain, which made me less depressed. It it was really just a chain reaction. Yeah. So yeah, I literally am still surprised every single day. I had um, a really good period in December and I, it it always comes at the worst time for me. It's so it's so annoying. It yeah. will literally come early or late according to what I've got on in my diary. It's the weirdest thing. Right. And um, my friends took me to this um, like do you know Soho? Um, they have Soho House in yeah yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. So we went to um Soho Farmhouse in like the country for my birthday, and 
I came on after like a night of no sleep because it was like a blizzard. It was really loud. And I had, I was like, oh my God, my, like the day's ruined because that was our main day. And I was fine. And I was saying to my best friend, I was like, you know, this is a miracle. Like, honestly, it's a miracle. You don't understand. <laughs> and um, yeah, like I I was sad because it came back in Jan, but um, I'm hopeful for this month. But it was just, it was just amazing. Like I, I couldn't describe it as any anything else other than a miracle. So yeah, I can imagine. I wonder too, I mean, sometimes I get annoyed when people like keep a journal, but I'm wondering if you could, sort of go back to that time and see what were the things that you were doing that maybe made it so great yeah I think I know what it is it's one or two things I was tried in some supplements um uh-huh. which were turmeric or turmeric no, oh yes and um I need to they haven't been released yet so they sent them to me to try them out and it's either uh-huh. it's that or I had have you heard of rapid transformational therapy no. Uh-uh. So I heard um, about it um, on Jess Lively's podcast and mm-hmm. it's like a really intensive form of hypnotherapy and mm-hmm. it can deal with things like, ang- I mean, I don't know, like, I don't want to say too much on the podcast that might make people think it's going to like, it's, it's not a cure for endo, but it can deal right. with like issues that are in the subconscious so anxiety Uh or stress and stuff that could be making you ill like it doesn't have to be around physical health it could be just that you're depressed and it can work on things like that but it's a very very intensive um hypnotherapy that's two and a half hours and then you have like 21 days of programming and so I did both of them at the same time (laughs) and now I'm like I don't know which one it is and I felt maybe a combination of both. yeah so I'm gonna keep like trying them out um because I think Christmas just is why my January period was bad. So I'm going to see how this month is and like take it from there. So it's really interesting. You know, yeah. And I don't ever recommend supplements to you because like I never know what other medications they're taking or Mm -hmm. how sensitive they are to herbs. But I definitely, turmeric, turmeric, whichever way you say it, I definitely notice a great response to my body for that because it's an anti-inflammatory and we're all inflamed. And you know what's crazy when you bring up that stress stuff is when I was doing research for the endometriosis course, mm. the endo toolkit, I, I found this research that showed that women that have more severe cases of endo have higher cortisol levels than women that don't have endo. That's really interesting. Which is crazy to think about that mm. you you are already, you know, starting at a higher stress level. Yeah. And stress causes more inflammation and pain in our bodies. So you have to work really hard on that stress management tool. Yeah. I'm so bad with stress. It's like my the the main thing I need to work on. But um yeah, I'll keep with I'll keep with the hypnotherapy and see what happens. Um so yeah, so you've gone through it yourself and obviously you're feeling like much better now and you know how to manage it. So the last mm-hmm. time we spoke um, on the podcast, that is, you had your book out, One Part Plant, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, you were having quite a lot of interest from people with endometriosis. And I remember you saying to me that it isn't, it wasn't a book for endometriosis, but it kind of was. Like it's turned, it had turned into that. And mm-hmm. After that time, I know you had like quite a tough time with endo yourself. So were those two things a catalyst for starting Know Your Endo and the course? And do you want to like tell us a little bit more about those? 
Yeah, it's crazy because it's, oh my gosh, I just got the chills when you brought up our old conversation. <laughs> I, I just, it triggered this memory of me almost starting to cry and telling yeah. you that I wasn't doing enough to help oh, people. No. And you were like, oh, that's you were not, like, oh. you, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm saying, but you were so comforting and you're like, you actually are doing a lot. <laughs> like you should give yourself credit, but it was crazy. You know, after our conversation, um, my book agent hmm. said, you know, I gave my, I gave your book to someone and she wants to know more. Like, what else can she do besides food? There's like one page about window. Mm. And my agent said, why don't you create like an ebook on your website with just a few recipes and, you know, give more information on Indo. And then in my type A for brain, I'm like, no, I'm not going to create an ebook. I'm going to create a whole website <laughs> <laughs> instead. Um, so, yeah, so I really took that suggestion from her of people want to know more I was like, yeah, I think that she's right because I mm -hmm. think there's amazing blogs like yours that really share stories. There's very technical medical websites, but I really wanted to create something that was just very straightforward. Here are the symptoms. Here is the treatment. And my favorite part of the website outside of the course is the ask a doctor section where I have a baller endometriosis surgeon answering questions and I love this surgeon so much because she believes in a multi-tier approach. She believes that most of us will probably need surgery, mm. but that surgery needs to be in tandem with lifestyle tools. Yeah. It can't just be one or the other for a lot of us. Yeah. You know, and for myself this summer, I had a huge unexpected development. I felt amazing and I had asked for ultrasounds for multiple years in a row. And they were like, if you feel amazing, you don't need to get them. And so I didn't get one for three years. And then I ended up finding out I had a, like a baby head size cyst on my ovary. And it was a really weird moment. Cause I was like, Oh my God, what I'm doing is actually working that I didn't know that that yeah, cyst was there. amazing. But at the same time, it just is another indication of like, yes, but you still need to get your checkups and yeah. force your doctor to give you an ultrasound, even if you feel great. Mm. So, so yeah, so it's a weird thing. It's like, I, I'm, I, I do not like when people are like everything happens for a reason, <laughs> but I do think it's crazy that I already knew I was already in the process of building this new website when that cyst thing happened. And the person that the doctor that ended up being the person on my site was the doctor that removed my cyst. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's and so cool. like, otherwise I wouldn't have been able to have a doctor on there or even think about that. Yeah. So, you know, it all worked out like a lot of medical bills later. <laughs> <laughs> so with the course, it's called um, the Endo Toolkit course. I know you mentioned like a minute ago how on the internet there can be like blogs that are like mine or there can be really medical um related um websites so mm -hmm. there's quite a lot of overwhelming information almost like this really weird mix of like not enough information but then also too much information do you know what i mean like yeah yeah for so sure when you did you do the did you create the website and then decide you wanted to do a course or did you want to do both by the way just random question i think I think I knew that I wanted to do the website. Like that was a for sure forgiven, like for sure need to create this website. 
But then I just, again, I had that in my head of my agent saying, but what else, what else, what else, what else? And, Mm. and to be totally real, um, I get a lot of emails from people like a lot. Yeah. And I'm not able to, I'm sure you do too, with people that have questions like, well, what do you think about meditation or what are stress management techniques? And I really cannot answer all of them. And I, and not give the person the time that they deserve. And so when I think the course really was born from the fact that you can create something really big that a lot of people can participate in. And I had time to do that versus being able to work with everyone one-on-one. Like that's just not in the cards. Right. Yeah. Totally. So it was a, a bigger platform to help more people Yeah. because um, a lot of us need a lot of help. And so when you were coming up with the course, like I said, yeah, there's this weird mix of too much information and not enough on the internet. Mm-hmm. How did you like prioritize? How did you not get overwhelmed? And how did you prioritize what would be in the course? And what is in the course? I know you've broken it down into like five categories. So it'd be really good to go mm-hmm. over those and why you felt those were yeah. important. Well, I think for one thing, just to go back to what you were talking about, about that therapy, what is it called again? Um, Rapid Transformational Therapy. It's a bit of a cheesy name. (laughs) Rapid Transformational Therapy. I think that that is so cool, but that might be some next level advanced, more open to things, or maybe it costs. Yeah, it's a bit hippie or maybe it costs, you know, money that mm. so it was very important for me to build these tools as basic 101 foundation tools. And then if you want to get into pelvic floor therapy or if you want to find a physical therapist or a emotional person therapist. But I think if you have the basic tools, and I would say 99% of the tools that we're going to learn are free tools mm. that you can use. That was the most important to me because, you know, I I don't think that everyone can maybe like, I love $30 workout classes. Are those sustainable to my life? No. So I do yoga on YouTube in my bedroom sometimes. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, so the tools, the five tools, there's actually six, but it's five weeks. The first tool is know your endo. Mm -hmm. And I think that just knowing your disease and knowing so many women don't even know that some of their symptoms are connected to endometriosis, like their back issues or their GI issues. And some people, it's going to be the first time that they understand that. So knowing that's huge, knowing your condition is huge. And then good food, movement, And I call it movement instead of exercise, because I don't think all of us are able to run a marathon every day, but (laughs) movement can simply be stretching in bed. Like that counts. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really like that you've used movement over exercise. Yeah, that counts. Yeah. It's something really positive about that as well, because unfortunately, I think there's quite a lot of negative connotations with the word exercise, because you can think exercise is just about like losing weight or you know or self-punishment where movement right yes totally uh and then stress management which we talked about Mm. and then natural products and we cover two types of natural products in the course you cover menstrual products and then we also cover beauty products and if anyone has done any research on hormone endocrine dis endocrine disruptors a lot of the products that we use are affecting those which can affect our inflammation and our endo and then last is alternative 
medicine, I call it, which is CBD, cannabis products, and then Chinese medicine. And and I use that one as an alternative, as a last one, because those are options. Those are ones that you definitely need to have a professional help you with. But I thought it was important for people to at least learn about it. Mm -hmm. And then during the whole course, I have experts for almost each module to talk about those things. Um, like I have a Chinese medicine doctor to teach us about Chinese medicine. I have Catherine Budig, who is a very famous yogi. She's actually designed three movements for us for the course. So, you know, I know a lot, but I don't know everything. And I wanted to make sure I brought in experts that did. Yeah, no, that's amazing. How did you find the experts? Were they through your podcast from before? Or Yeah, I mean, I just... This is going to sound like the most dick thing to say. <laughs> I'm like so fortunate to have a really crazy variety of people in my life. And I think a lot of them have come from, you know, friendships of mine where we've all kind of gone in different paths and mm-hmm. then they, we can kind of come back together with like, oh, wow, we could actually maybe work together on this. Yeah. And then some came, did come from my podcast. So yeah, it's just, um, it's I'm very fortunate to know people that are sort of at the top of their game in their fields. And they were so willing and helpful to just say like, yeah, I'll help. It's like, you will. <laughs> That's so nice. Like none of them are getting paid to be on the course. Like they're all just doing it because they want to help women with That's Indo. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And I think having expert knowledge, it just makes such a difference. Like knowing, you know, knowing that you're getting information from uh, someone who's experienced it like you and also someone who like it's like their profession because reading on the internet sometimes I you don't really know what to trust and you don't know what to follow yeah and I think you do a really good job with your website and I think a lot of the Indo community is I don't know I think we're a lot more sensitive to the fact that there is no cure Mm, and I, I think that was some other diseases out there people make a lot of big promises and I think the endo community is very respectful of the fact that like okay there's no cure but like here are little ways that you can help manage it I'm not saying it's going to go away but it might make you feel 20 30 40 percent better and I think everyone just feels it feels like a community and no one's saying like you're doing this right you're doing this wrong yeah yeah, you know, totally. where it's like, it's so funny on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, I was making my own essential oil blend and <laughs> I never got so many rude comments about how I was doing it wrong. Oh, wow. Like you should really be putting the drops in before the oil. And someone said that is not a hundred percent organic. So that I was just like, oh, I'm wow. just trying to make a good smelling thing to <sighs> put on my neck <laughs> you know what I mean yeah yeah but I haven't really got that from the endo community it's like everyone is just so committed and wants us all to just feel better yeah and I love that there's definitely a solid community there and so I think especially on Instagram that really helps yeah it's been amazing and so I just think it's so cool how all of us have kind of banded together and I literally have been floored with people like you and other people in the space that are like, how can I help versus seeing it as like a competitive thing? Because yeah. the more awareness is just going to be great for everyone. Yeah, completely. I think we're all we're all fighting for the same cause. And it's just, it's nice to do it together. 
rather than yeah. doing it on, on your own. It's like otherwise a very lonely fight. Um, so with the course package, I guess is what mm-hmm. you can call it, what comes with it? Because I know that you have, um, I won't give too much away, but some, you know, different resources and um, stuff that comes with each week. Yeah. So each week will be a new module will be released. And and I think I want to make it clear that you can do this at your own pace. Yeah. So if you have, you know, a vacation or a job thing, so you can do it at your own pace. They, they will be audio modules. I thought that that was important to me just because I don't always want to have like my laptop open looking at a video. Sometimes I just want to lay in bed and chill and listen to something. Mm, So you'll have an an audio module each week released with resource page. Everything will be printable too. There's a transcript of each audio module if you prefer to learn by reading instead of listening. So there's lots of options. And then there is going to be a private community page where we're going to do a live Q&A session every week about the module. And, you know, I'll have to be real. Like, I don't have anything specifically planned for those because I really just want it to be us talking. Yeah. Saying, like, I learned this. I learned this. And us just having a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. And the only – I'm not creating a Facebook page for Know Your Endo itself I'm only doing that for the people that are taking the course just because I don't know, I I guess it gets a little bit of tricky when we're talking about health stuff and I don't feel comfortable having an endometriosis Facebook page where people are emailing or messaging me their issues Yeah, because I'm not qualified, but I am qualified to talk about the stuff that we're learning about. Like I am qualified to talk about food. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so there'll be a private community page and I, I keep on saying this to people. I keep on saying, when is the last time that you have been in one space or room with just people with endo? Like that's like rarely mm. ever happens. Yeah. I mean, you do retreats and things or, or events, but I mean, I've never been in a room with just people that have endo. That oh, feels yeah. like so freeing, you know? Every time I like, speak to people, yeah, they say that they don't know and I'm I kind of get surprised by it now because just because where I worked for an endometriosis charity like I had to go you know I'd go to support groups and stuff but so I'm still surprised when I hear people say that I don't know why I'm surprised but like I know people who I'm the first person they've met with endo yeah and that's crazy because one in ten which we it actually might be more but it's like think about ten women you know yeah like that's that's crazy. That, what? That's crazy. So yes, yeah, yeah, so there's a community. I'm so excited about the community page. I can't, I cannot wait for that page. Just because even if you're just, you know, maybe you're having a hard time with a diet change and someone is like, oh my gosh, I hate vegetables, but I actually <laughs> liked this recipe. And then yeah. they share it with the group. I mean, it's, it's stuff like that. It's not going to be a space for people to share their pain and discomfort. I want them to share the successes and things that are finding them work that are working for them. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. And if people can't do the course this time around, are you running it again this year? Do you know yet? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna run it three times a year. Okay, cool. And yeah, and if you're not able to take the course now, 
I, I, we do have a newsletter at Know Your Endo, and I can give all this stuff to you that you can include in your show notes. Yeah, sure. The newsletter is great. And then also, if you sign up for the newsletter, you get this insane resource page that I put together of all the best podcasts and books. Your podcast is on there. Oh. <laughs> books and films and everything. So I do want to provide free resources as well if people, you know, they might not have the budget now or it just doesn't work timing wise. Yeah. Okay, amazing. And um, last question. For those who, you know, I, someone who might be newly diagnosed or they've been quite isolated and they've just had bad advice from a doctor and this is the first time that they're embarking on managing endometriosis, what kind of advice would you give them to get started, whether or not they're coming on to the course? Yeah, I think the first thing to get started is Again, I think that idea of knowing your endo is mm. so huge and just being able to say, wow, I really have a lot of bathroom issues. Is yeah. that connected to my endo? And being able to connect those things, being able to connect symptoms that are happening into your life to your endo can be so powerful. And I don't know if you've experienced that, but I, mm. it changed my life to yeah. realize that when I used to pee my pants all the time, like not being able to make it to the bathroom, that wasn't because I was like a gross person. <laughs> That's because it was connected to my urinary issues because my endo was growing on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, so I think knowing your endo is huge. And I think we offer so many resources on know your endo to just identify all of the symptoms first and then once I think you're able to identify symptoms, it's like, well, if I have a lot of bathroom issues, what if I kind of change my diet a little bit? What if I notice that when I eat dairy, it gives me diarrhea? Mm. Or what if I notice when I eat sugar, I get crazy headaches, which makes my endo feel worse? So I think it's the connection of those things. And there's great apps like Flutter. Do you, Are you familiar with Flutter? Yeah, I download. Do you know what? I'm really bad with tracking my period. I don't know why. I've downloaded so many uh, of them and I don't use them. Jessica, I literally <laughs> have to ask my husband every month. Is my, is wait, am I being a psycho? Because he was like, yeah, your period is starting in like four days. I'm like, oh, that's what it is. <gasps> But it's oh crazy because I advocate tracking things and so I have I. friends that are so good at tracking. But for some reason, I just always forget. But Flutter is actually an app specifically designed for women with endometriosis by a woman that has endometriosis. So she, it, the app is amazing because you can really say track your food and track your symptoms and find correlations between them all just how we were talking about earlier with you yeah the the turmeric and the stress management that you were doing that deeply impacted your pain yeah for that absolutely. and like if you didn't kind of backtrack and think about that how would you be able to replicate that again yeah completely and actually not necessarily related to the app but my friend said something to me that was really interesting I could have got offended but I, I didn't she said like <laughs> you always like she was like do you always expect that it's going to be bad and I was like well kind of yeah Ooh. because that's what oh, I'm used I to chills on that <laughs> but then that's whoa yeah I mean it could have but she's a really really wise woman and she's just so so non-judgmental so I knew where she was coming from she was like 
maybe now, now you've had such a good, because I've had kind of a rough two years post-op with it, but like not just on my period, like the first two days and stuff, the rest I can manage. Um, And she was like, well, now you know that it's possible for it to be this good, like use that, like hold on to that and be like, I can, I've done it once, I can get there again. And I guess having like something like a tracker will enable you to have that kind of best friend in your ear reminding you that like you've had a good period or this this is a thing that made it bad or good that's so powerful and it's it is you could get totally I would could see myself getting mad with someone saying like well aren't you you know manifesting this yeah. in a way she's kind of saying that. yeah but it is kind of true though in a way that if we are expecting the worst mm. imagine how much stress that puts on our bodies totally and stress like stress just you know, elevates everything. Mm-hmm. So that's the, whoa, that's, so it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, if, if I expect the best and it's still bad, well, that's not true. Yeah. But like, what if just shifting that mindset a little bit and thinking I have these tools that work, it's not going to be so bad. Yeah. I think, I think having that like anxiety around, I, mean, I do get a lot of anxiety around my periods. So like that must be making it at least personally for me I imagine that's making it worse because I just know how highly stressed I can get so um yeah does Flutter have like a does Flutter have like a lifestyle thing where you can say like I don't know how you're feeling emotionally if you're stressed or yeah yeah oh cool they do yeah I'm gonna yeah. download that I did download it I never used it so I deleted it <laughs> so I sort bad. of hate when people are like you should get this person on the podcast and then they'll do like an email intro to me and the person like I didn't ask for them to be on the podcast but <laughs> I think you should have her on the podcast yeah my, <laughs> my brain is going think, that way I think, I think I I know the creator of it and she is an amazing person she's on the board of the endometriosis foundation and oh, she amazing. is really you know, a huge, just making things happen in this space. So I would love to connect you guys. Yeah, please do. That would be awesome. Um, Oh, well, thank you, Jess, so much for coming on. And just a huge thank you from me and I'm sure from the whole endo community for making this because I feel like this is the first place that I've, that I can see clear black and white information exists. And yeah, I, Already for me, it's really helpful, and I'm running my own blog on it, so it's that's saying something. <laughs> so yeah. thank you so thank much. Thank you, that means and good lot. luck. Thank you. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please rate, review, and or subscribe. It will help others to find the podcast, and you know, help spread endometriosis awareness. Um, if you want to say hi to me, I'm on Instagram at this underscore endolife. I am on Twitter and Facebook, but I'm kind of inclined to stop saying that to you guys because I don't really use it I use Instagram that's where I hang out but just in case my Twitter is this underscore endo life with a capital T E and L um my Facebook is this endo and you can also head over to my site this to have a read of my thoughts and tips on endometriosis and I also have a column on endometriosis news so yeah that's it I Hope you have a great day, a great week, and I will be back on Monday with an interview with a very lovely nutritionist, Pandora Paloma.